So we are towards the end of Perak Yud Gimel, um, understanding Prishus. For those that are tuning in um, a little bit late, so we just finished discussing why it is, first of all, just the big picture, Prishus, again, is... Not a chiyuv, but the precious is the first step into the realm of Hasidus. Not the, we're going to be coming onto the meat of Hasidus. The meat of Hasidus is one of a number of things that requires to be a Hasid. Tahara, we're going to have soon. That's all. That, the, everything from precious and onwards is within the realm of trying to become a Hasid. Which means all of it has to be related to with. Um, that attitude of you know doing what we can, and uh, you know that every part of it that you do is good, um, but uh, it's not um, necessarily going to be that a person should be doing everything or can be doing everything right away. Okay. Um, so why is Precious the beginning of Hasidus? Because just like Zahir's beginning of being a tzaddik, step number one is separating from the Ra. So by Hasidus, if you want to become someone who is extremely close with Hashem, goes above and beyond, step number one is to stay away from things that are going to be a mafsid potentially, things that are going to themselves distance you from coming closer to Hashem. Which, by the way, is going to be important for us to stay on this point, uh, what Precious is, that staying away from things that are themselves potentially mafsidim to Hasidus. Because it's going to be an interesting ha'ara, if you look in your table of contents in the beginning of the Sefer, you'll notice that uh, in, the, in the beginning of the Sefer, the Ramchal set a fairly consistent precedent. It's for every Midah he had, the definition of the Midah, the get, right, the, the, then followed by sometimes the protim of the mida, assuming that it has multiple aspects, multiple halakim to it. Then followed by what it takes to acquire that mida, and then followed by the various mafsidim of it, the different things that cause the loss of it. Right, meaning if you do these things, it's gonna actually set you back. Okay, you notice in precious. He does not have that last category. He defines precious, speaks about the halak, speaks about the acquisition of precious. He does not talk about the mafsidim of precious. Perhaps the reason for that is because precious is itself staying away from any mafsidim. So it's kind of like, uh, you know, uh, what would be mafsid precious? Anything where you're not doing precious, you know, if you're not doing precious, then you're not doing precious, then that's, then that's the opposite of that. Uh, that makes sense. Okay? So, that is um, just a little bit of background. Okay, so, we're in, towards the en- end of Perik Yud Gimel, the Kvar Matsanu Lil Yao So, he's trying to tell us that, that there's two different rule books 
there's a rule book for every for all people, and there's a separate rule book for the special people, the people that are, um, you know, what he called the sridim asher ba'am, the the select, the the the. Uh, in the, you have the army, and then you have the the special units, right? Now, what if you say, what if I say, you know, I want the entire army to be special units? I have the entire army to be special units. But more importantly, it's not possible. Many people they just can't take that, right? I mean, what what the you know what the Navy SEALs do, or what the you know the special units do, or whatever it is, it's something that is kind of by design, right, uh, pushes a person to such a level that, you know, nobody expects this type of thing. You know, you know the enemy would never expect for a person to run, you know, for, for a unit to run 50 miles. They just attack today here, and then, like, you know, tomorrow they're, like, uh, you know, in the other part of the country. Um, that's not... So, it's definitionally for special units, Right? So the moment we venture into Hasidus is is definitionally for special units, which you know, and it's important to distinguish between this and the quote unquote Hasidic movement nowadays, which is more of a um, kind of a, a lifestyle, a, a a choice as to what kind of divertor to say and where to emphasize, you know, what, what kind of things to emphasize. That is not at all the Hasidus. Just simply definitionally, this is something that is for three-day Shabaam, these are for unique people, for outstanding individuals who can go beyond what's expected of them, um, what's expected of everyone, go beyond that. Whereas uh, if it's a movement for everyone, and their children, and their grandchildren, and their, grand, uh, and, and their wives, right? So then that's, that's it's a whole, totally different thing. So just not to be confused with modern-day Hasidus, which, by the way, when Hasidism, you know, uh, used to be, right, the Vilna Gon was called the Hasid of Vilna, right? Because he, he indeed was a Hasid in the sense that the Muslim Shara means, right? Bashantov also. And, and the Magad Mezrich, right? But, uh, uh, and, and even, you know, the, if you look at, like, the Talmudim of, of, of the Kotzker, right? So, the people used to travel to Kotsk, you're talking about a few hundred people from the entirety of Eastern Europe, a few hundred people, and they would go for, like, six months on end and sit and learn and meditate and daven for, like, the entire day. I mean, the, the, this was not, this was not the regular person. This was for special people. Okay, so that's um, another Hagdama. Okay, so anyway, so that's what he said until now, that this is for special people. So he brings a proof that it's not Akasha, I, but the halacha is only this. Well, who, the way does it say this? So he brings a proof from a Gemara that um, one of the Amaroim did something, and Eliyahu Novi appeared to him, so Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, right? Um, a certain uh, conduct. So Rabbi Eliyahu Novi appeared to him and asked him, um, you know, what is this what you do? So he said to him, yeah, it's a Mishnah. Isn't it a Mishnah? So he said to him, uh, so Eliyahu Novi answered back, 
Mishnah's Hasidimi, maybe it's the halacha is like that. But is this a Mishnah's Hasidim? Means there's a whole different rule book for Hasidim. It's a Mishnah, like a Shulchan Aruch for Hasidim. Right? That even though technically you're allowed to do what you're doing, um, I think it was a momentous matter, but if you were a real Hasid, you wouldn't be doing this. Yeah, so that's what just our Ramchal wants to show us that there are different rule books, so therefore don't ask me a kasha. Well, what do you mean? Isn't this food kosher? Yeah, it could be it's kosher, but uh, you shouldn't be eating this. Yeah. Okay, so, Ach, Haprishus Hara, who? Kederich Hagoyim Hasichlim. Now, he introduced earlier that there's also certain situations where Chazal point out to us that Chazal, Hashem would be upset with us for certain precious and that was used as a excuse by our Sahara to not engage in precious he's saying you're going to bring me this cold you're going to bring me that raya you're going to say this you see precious not good so, so first he proved over and over that precious is good and then he says I what about the negative precious so that's what the Goyim are involved in uh, you know, we all know the, uh, you know, the picture of the Catholic, uh, you know, monk or whatever it is, right, whipping himself, flagellating himself, right, with that little whip on his back or whatever it's called, right, uh, starving himself, depriving himself. There, the point is kind of like an assault on the body, right, like you're out to like stick it to to, to the body, right, and that that's negative. Right. What, what the reason why we engage in precious is not because we take any pleasure or happiness in depriving the body. It's because we want to make sure these things don't lead us to some sort of a laxity or some sort of a loss in our avodas Hashem. Means to say, if I'm in, if I'm going to allow myself uh, to engage in eating fancy foods or whatever it is, so like he said. Over here in this parak, eventually I'm going to end up getting habituated, and I'm going to get hooked on it, and I'm going to become arrogant, and I'm going to become, you know, overly involved in my physicality to where I'm going to work too much to support my habits of having to eat expensive food, and then I'm going to be dishonest in business, and basically what we're worried for a slippery slope. We don't have fundamentally any problem with the body you know being treated well right our attitude to the body is like a master with his horse right where ideally you want a happy healthy horse right uh, it'll serve you the best so as opposed to you know being out to like hurt them and cripple them and, uh, and, and, and deprive them just that what happens is that when the horse gets a little bit more than what he needs, he starts bucking and kicking and starts doing some negative things, right? Uh, so that's that's the precious that, that we're engaged in, a precious of staying away from the types of things that might lead to negative things. And, you know, so the... Uh, but not that we're out to harm the body or get the body. That's that's a precious of sikhlus, of foolishness, which the goyim are involved in. Asher lo dai she'enam lochim mina olam ma she'en lahem hachrevbo Not only do they abstain from the extra things, but they, they go even more so to where they abstain even from the things that they need. 
They deprive themselves uh, in, in physical ways. You're okay, you're okay. You're all right. It's called natural immunity. No, not over there. Yeah, you're gonna be too wide. Too, you don't have to sit in. Okay. Viyasu gufam biyusurim, and they afflict their bodies with suffering. Udvarim zarim asher lo. They do weird things to their bodies, hurting their bodies, which Hashem doesn't want at all. Which, by the way, gets into, you know, sigufim, uh, right? Uh, self-afflictions, which uh, the Rishonim the do write about such things. They mostly write about it as a form to achieve kapara, atonement for, you know, part of tshuva. Tshuva for something a person did wrong. Uh, Ramchal overall is not a, a fan of it. He feels like it just distracts a person from from real avodos Hashem, um, as he spoke about in the beginning. Of what? There is not what? There is something else other than rolling in the snow. Well, let's say starving oneself more than me starving oneself, right? So what he says is you should take enough food where you're going to be fully functional. Not like just dragging your feet around and being a, a shmata, right? Take enough food, take enough nutrition to where you're fully functional, Right, where where, uh, but don't take more than that. That that the, so the pre-shoes that he's talking about is in the extras, right? Scale back from that. But the things that you need, those you leave. Where the person starts cutting into that, that's foolish. El Adaraba, Chachamim Amru, sages said to us, also La Adam. She gave Atzmo. Person is not allowed to afflict himself. Shema Yistarech Lebrios. Ve'ein Habrios Merachim Because if you become a cripple, you become a weakling, so you're going to be reliant on other people to take care of you. And who says they're going to do that? Ubinyan Hatzadaka Amru. Call me She. You're spilling blood by not taking charity that you need to take. What way are you spilling blood? I mean, you're spilling your own health, right? person needs charity. We mean for food. Food or basic, you know, I don't know, clothing to keep yourself warm. Right? You say, no, I'm going to walk around barefoot in the, in the winter. Right, and that, that'll be that'll be good. I'm mean, a big tzaddik that I'm doing that. No, you're not a tzaddik. You're hurting your body. That's not good. Right. 
So the Hashem calls in, in the Barsh of Barashas that He made man, a living soul. But the Midrash Darshans, Gemorin Tanhuma, uh, is a commandment. Make your soul alive. Means give your, give your living soul life. Give it, give it uh, um, energy. Give it food. Take care of it. Anyone who sits in, in fasting, he's called a sinner. Now, that obviously can be a steer to what we saw earlier in the parrot. We said, anyone who sits in the tainus is called a Kaddish. So the Gemara sees that as being a contradict, obviously a stira. So it says, what is that talking about? We made an umdina. We 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 kimta. We say that this is talking about a case. When he can't manage to do it. So if, you, if, if it's not something we need to say, if a person can fast effectively, successfully, he's not, he's going to be fully functional, he's not going to be thinking about the food the whole day. And I can't it's a good thing to him. You, you, you fast, you're not thinking about food, you know, you save all that time eating, you save all that time in the bathroom, uh, you save all that money on the food. And uh, and it's uh, you know, it's it's a very it's a, it's a wonderful thing. Right? You're serving Hashem through that, through through that staying away from that physicality, which allows you to get involved in spirituality. But if a person sits the whole day in fasting, we're talking about a private fast, not an obligatory fast of the community, right? And the whole day he's suffering and he's miserable and he's starving. So. But he's telling himself, ah, but I'm really suffering. This is like really great, right? Like I'm really miserable here, right? That's not, that's not a, uh, that doesn't make Hashem happy. Make sense? Okay, another Maimur uh, Chazal. The Hill Haya Omer, when Hillel would go, he, he used to say, Gomel Nafsho. Ish Chassid, Pasek says in Mishlei, um, that a Chassid does kindness with his soul, with, with his nephew. He's talking about breakfast. It means breakfast is you got a hungry horse, right? Your body is a horse, it's hungry. So you do Chassid with it by giving it some food to eat. Now again, the horse is going to want sugar-coated oats, right? Frosted flakes, or Cheerios, because that's Cheerios is oats, right? Yeah. Honey and Cheerios, that's what the horse wants, right? So he said, no, not so fast. Cheerios, yes. Honey, honey, not? No. Right? So, <laughs> yeah. He's going to want four bowls worth. Two is enough. Little bowls, right? Or one big one. Whatever he needs, right? But sufficient energy. Not just for the enjoyment of it. It's actually interesting. Speaking of uh, Corona, um, so, a, so my wife was just commenting on how 
she she lost her sense of taste. So like how very yeah, it's like pretty it's kind of sad. Like Hashem does this like wonderful thing for us that He gives us you know, good food and then like now you can't taste anything. So I said, well, you know, it depends on the starting off was Hashem could have given us all the we all eat food as chalk. Why did Hashem? You know, you need to eat so good. So, so eat right. So here's food that is, it'll get you. Give you the energy you need, right? So if you're going to eat anyways, I want you to know I love you. I want to make it tasty. So what do we do? So we say, oh, it's tasty. So I'll eat more than what I need. I'll, I'll make a whole hobby out of it. So that's the case. So forget it. So then I'll take away the taste. Yeah? Just eat what you need. So then, you know, seemingly, that would be a really good opportunity to learn, like, okay, eat. I eat what I need to eat, Right? Then, as a sham person will be zolcha to regain their taste back. So it could be a chesed to lose uh, to lose that. Okay. So Hill used to say that it's this pasuk of gomel nafsh ish chesed is talking about feeding breakfast to one's body. Vayaroche it's pon of yadav v'yadav lekavod kono and he would wash his face. And his hands, as an honor to Hashem, me Hashem, I'm in the image of God. Can't walk around looking like a shmata because it doesn't reflect nicely on my Creator. Yeah, so I need to look presentable in order to uh, give honor to Hashem. Just like the statues of kings, they keep them nice. They wash. They wash the statues, right? The, the pigeons, you know, um, drop put, put droppings on the statue of the king, right? Not, that wouldn't be a very honorable thing to leave it like that. They wash the statues, right? So we should wash ourselves as well. So Paul, this was all a big build-up. We all would like to tell you. Now that you live in America, it's time to wash at least once a week. I'll work on it. Um, okay, so that gets us to the last paragraph. Haklal Hamiti. So, this is the big principle. And by the way, let's see, coming into, back to the washing joke, right? So, once a week, uh, seemingly that's an honor to Hashem, honor to Shabbos, right? Twice a week, maybe. But, I don't know. Every day? That, is, that, is, that necess- is that like lack and honor to Hashem if a person doesn't shower on a daily basis? If they're a very sweaty person. What's that? Oh, there you are. Yeah, so if you have to wash, so like if you like Hillel, you're, you have to ho- wash your horse. So how many times are you going to wash the horse? Right. But it doesn't have to be that it doesn't, like, that it's spotless, clean, you know, sparkling, uh, clean, like every moment, like, you know, uh, 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 there's, a, there's, a, there's a, a Russian joke that 
an Eskimo married an American. You heard the joke? This is in Russian. He has to say it. Yeah. So, so his friends ask him. Yeah, he, so he, so the, the Eskimo male <laughs> married a American lady. So he brings her back to Eskimo land, and uh, yeah, she's living there. So the friends come over and they say, "No, no, what's?" What is with the, with this American woman? It's, uh, what do you think? She says, "No, she's a very nice lady. I don't, I don't have any complaints. There's one thing that just bothers me. I understand why she's so dirty. Say, oh, really? <laughs> she's so dirty. So he says, I don't know, but she has to shower every day. <laughs> it's a chloride. Too often." Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, no. But the point is, is, is it's Tanugim, right? It's uh, it's 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 uh, you know it's the Roman thing with the bathhouses with the it's a, it's it's for pleasure already. So wasn't that more for like people of like higher statue stature? Right. People yeah. And Rome also is for the for the same guys that were lying around and having grapes right, squeezed exactly. into their mouths. Right. Right, yeah, so not, not for us, right, right. a mask, yeah. Okay, so, so here, this is the big, this is the true principle for precious. Kol ma, she'einu mukhrach l'odam, binyanei olam azeh, ra'uyilo she'yifrosh mehem. Anything that is not necessary for you, so it is fit to separate from it because he told us a principle before already which is a very powerful principle he said there is no thing that is pleasurable in this world that will not in one way or another bring after it draw a person towards sin one way or another. Right? The more we get involved in it, the more likely it is. Not, not to say it's impossible, not to say a person can't resist. But it drags. It drags a person in that direction. How much more so, you know, let's say with being on our phones. Right? Hire first place to be Porsche is on the phone. Mask and phone, internet. It's mutter. But, so whatever is mukhruch is mukhruch. But if it's not mukhruch, it's zikr and mikshul. It definitely does draw towards negative things. That's uh, undeniable. What? It makes your heart not supple. That's the that's the least of people's troubles. Well, that's why that's why we have filters. Guarantee that's why. Yeah, yeah. So you're saying you're saying maybe you say you're saying maybe maybe even Al Nakius is bad. I mean, not Al Spishus. Maybe even Al Nakius. So. Means that it's really damaging. It's not that maybe it'll draw to something else. It's damaging right there on the spot. Okay. No, the hero says that it's actual Avera. It's definitely not an Avera. person to check whatever it is, uh, a stock. Right? It's not an Avera. But, but the point is, it draws, it leads to negative things. So you get a filter for 
That's, that's, what, that's what we spoke about this earlier. Filters will protect against very, very concrete things. Yeah, but you can, you can make the filters do things. Sure, no problem. But, but the point that he's saying here in preachers is different is that involvement in these things will draw towards... For, yeah. So it doesn't matter even if you're a filter if you're already, you know... If you're, if you're in the... In, in, if, if you're in those realms, right, you're, you're, you. yeah, you're, you're aware of the... the of the velt of the of the, of the war, yeah, or the the things that they're all into and whatever it is, that's already. In this analogy, I didn't understand the difference between Achilles and Achilles. Okay, so let's let's do a quick Hazara. I thought I thought Achilles is it's a gray area. No. Oh, gray area. Yeah. So one second. Zahirus is where you know something to be an Avera. Don't do that. That's Zahirus. Nikius is areas that if you were to speak to a rabbi, he would tell you this is an Avera. But you don't have a rabbi with you every single moment of the day, right? So, and we make a thousand judgment calls. And um, we are rel- we rely on our own shikuladas to say, oh, well, I think here it's okay because of X, Y, and Z. And so in the keys is the recognition that I'm very biased, I'm very prejudiced in these decisions, and some of them I may be actually making the wrong decisions, and therefore doing something is actually usher. Something is actually awesome. So that's Nakiv, so to stay away from that. I'm not aware of it that I'm, as I'm doing it. But it objectively is. But, but when I'm doing it, I, I, I am, I'm biased and therefore uh, I don't recognize that it's awesome. So it's better than the heroes where I do recognize it's awesome, I'm doing it anyway, but it's still awesome. And included in that also is Midos, Rose, and things like that. Now, Precious is that the thing itself is 100% mutter. Nothing wrong with it. For example, uh, I don't know, whatever it is, reading the news uh, on your phone. Right? Nothing wrong with that. But, and we're not talking about right now, oh, but you could have been learning Torah instead. That's okay, that's a, it's a, that's, in the realm of Zahirus, right? To, to be Zahir to learn Torah, or whatever. Or, um, you know, to, uh, other good things. What? Zahirus, what did I say? I meant Zahirus, yes. Thank you. Um, but, besides that, getting involved in these things, thinking about these things, working with the mind like that, is likely to result in certain other things getting trapped into, you know, certain things and certain thoughts and certain situations, which will actually present issues in Nikius or in Zahirus. Understand? Whereas if you're disconnected from that, those things, then when that situation encounters, you know, you, you're going to be like, forget it, I'm not, I don't even know what they're talking about. I don't, I, I'm not, I'm not uh, I don't have anything pulling me because I've been already, I've habituated myself so much not like that. New iPhone, like buying a new iPhone. <coughs> so again, that's mutter to do. Well, it's, why? I mean, it's, if you don't need it, aren't you? Wait, isn't wasting money like? Okay, but there's not no prohibition to to buy an iPhone. So how, I mean, I'm just trying to find the jump. But the iPhone will eventually lead a person to 
seeing things he's not supposed to see. What? That's what I'm saying. So you got a good filter. Good. You got a great filter. That's not the point. He's going to ultimately, he's going to go, he's going to, but how is he? But I'm uh, saying, start start schmoozing with the local with the with the local. Uh, he's gonna start, uh, you know, whatever it is, uh, looking at um, in the magazine stand. Next time he walks by the magazine stand, he's gonna look at the some of the pictures in there because he's got an iPhone. Because if he has an iPhone, he got habituated to. He likes the articles from Newsweek or whatever it is, right? Uh, but those, all the pictures are filtered. And he's walking by the newsstand, and there's a Newsweek magazine or whatever magazine. So he says, "Oh, look, my favorite magazine." He picks it up, opens it up, and there's the frontline thing. Of uh, so what you're saying is there's a never-ending loop of bad choices no matter what happens. So he says that again. Now we're going to talk about. See, okay, let me let me let me explain something. Um, he's right now focusing mostly in this parak on issues from tanugim of olamazet, physical pleasures, pleasures such as food, indulgence. Uh, he's going to actually in the next paragraph discuss that there are three fundamental parts to preachers. Okay? It's probably a lot of these other preachers we're talking about, maybe abstaining from um, internet usage or from the latest iPhone or whatever, they will probably fall more into the third one that he's going to talk about, which is uh, preachers in Hanhagos, preachers in how you conduct yourself. Here, let's just talk about Tanugim of Olamazeh. Every time, every pleasurable activity, as he explained before, again, I don't want to relearn the entire parak, um, but every pleasurable activity um, pulls a person more towards those types of things, and at the end of that line is even more extreme versions of that pleasurable activity, but already in a forbidden land. Right, whether it be food, so ultimately you're gonna eat, you're gonna, you're gonna compromise in your kashras. Let's say a person loves his steak or whatever it is, right? And one day he's yeah, he gets habituated to it, right? So then he's one day on some area, so he's out somewhere, and they don't have regular shita, but they have a shita he's never heard of. He's never heard of it, and he doesn't know. Yeah, rabbanut, right? Okay, so, <laughs> so it's got Hebrew on it. what? It's got Hebrew on it. It's got Hebrew on it. It's not. It's not English. <laughs> I don't even know you. <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay. Paul's right. It's, yeah, it's definitely a bad idea. But the person might say, "Ah, it's probably okay," and eat it. So the that what? Yes. And that's the key. That's like in the keys. But what got him there? How did he end up there? Because because he's been eating this delicious steak for the last. Two years, right? Whereas if he'd been engaged in preachers this whole time, he'd come to there. They would say we have this questionable hashtag. He said, "Forget it. I'm not interested." End of story, right? The flip side of that would be, or he would call a rabbi before before eating it or whatever. And then, and they'll save himself. Yeah, we're not saying that if you, we're not saying it's impossible to stay away, but yeah, you're exposing us <coughs> to extra pulls. Right, when you walk near the line, right, you're constantly being tugged at. Whereas if you stay clear, 
then you're in the safe. That's that's what precious is. It's part of Mishkan Pagadola. What? Part of Mishkan Pagadola. Going back in the Zih- uh, Zihirus. Okay. So let's just finish off the parak. Um, so again, if it's mukhuch to you, uh, if, it's, if it's not mukhuch to you, you should stay away from it. But if it's mukhuch to you, kemish or mukhuch lo, im hu parish mimeno, hareza kotel. So then you do, then you're you're a sinner by doing that because you're harming your ability to serve Hashem, whether it be depriving your body of necessary energy or protection from the elements or uh, health or whatever. Okay. In the Zechlal Neaman, this is a faithful principle. Ah, mishpat haprotem al hazeh. I can't tell you every example because how do you define what's mukrach, right? How do you define what a person really needs? Every person needs to be able to figure that out for themselves. Showering, right? We, we spoke about. Yeah. If a guy is showering twice a day, we can all agree he's doing it for pleasure. Yeah? Unless he has some sort of a, you know, I mean, maybe physical condition, right? He has, uh, but otherwise, a regular person, right? If a person, I guess nowadays we would all agree that if a person showers once a month, he's probably depriving himself. Uh, it's, it's not an honor to his creator to walk around like that. <laughs> Most people, if they were honest with themselves, would probably come to the conclusion they don't need a daily shower either. I, I would venture to say, but that's already, you're getting into, yeah, every person has to make that decision himself. Okay, same thing with food, right? Having, uh, you know, again, obviously, if it's something that's going to, you have to remember, we're dealing with Hasidus, so therefore, if it's going to damage somehow, let's say a guy's going to start getting depressed if he doesn't get his daily brownie, Right? So forget about it, right? So there's no point. There's no point to get depressed and you know not come to davening because you didn't get your brownies, right? So so it's not worth it. But you know, is that ultimately, like we said, this whole thing is for yichidi sagul, it's for special people, people who are capable of going above and beyond the letter of the law. This is not the letter of the law here, right? Um, so, the, but the point is, so you have to be smart about it, and you certainly are going to have to be very smart about how to advance it slowly, slowly, little by little, in a, to do it in a healthier way, in a way that will be successful. So, although these are good principles, rules of thumb, but a person has to use das. And a person is praised for being, for, according to his intellect, meaning the whole greatness, the reason why we have this big thing on our shoulders is because we are meant to use our heads to think. So think, use your head, be smart. Don't, don't try to oversimplify things. Yefshar lekabets kol kirabam It's impossible for me to gather all the details here in this safer uh, to, to tell them all because too many of them. Vein seichel ha'adam yachol lehakif al kulam. So you can't you can't manage to talk about all of them. 
El Dover Dover Beito. So rather, everything for its own time, its own place, you have to be smart about it. Okay. So again, if you missed, okay, I know that uh, this last month, we'll call it the winter vacation month, a lot of people have missed a lot of different times. So if you missed any of it, the recordings are available. Um, and um, happy to take any questions. Uh, in the meantime, let's start in Perk Yud Dalad.